Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, if I was going to get one ticket to cash yesterday, I would have wanted Tampa. And that's what got home. Uh, the Rays are obviously my team, plus we had them on the plus side on the minus one and a half run line, so that was a very nice ticket for us to cash. Meanwhile, the rest of the card yesterday, unfortunately, the White Sox and the Astros went under the eight. Uh, we thought Lance Lynn would get rocked. He did, but the White Sox couldn't muster up any runs, so we didn't get that one at home as the total finished at seven. And then in the nightcap of the National Football League, I really thought things set up perfectly for Seattle in that game and I thought it was going to be ugly, and it was ugly for a while. And then we lose Russell Wilson. Geno Smith did a nice job uh, coming into the game, but that final drive that they needed the touchdown to let us get the backdoor cover fell a little bit short, had to kick the field goal, and unfortunately uh, we couldn't get things done when we got the football back through the INT and uh, did not cash on the National Football League. So disappointing start to our NFL week, but uh, there's a lot of football to be played and we expect to bounce back. And once again, the last three Sundays, we are 20-7 and seven against the spread in the National Football League. So we'll drop that card on Saturday for Sunday's NFL games. Today, we're going to go over the four baseball games. Plus, we're going to recap our 11 college football games for this weekend. One game goes off tonight. The other 10 will be played on Saturday. But let's start with baseball, low baseball. And we'll go in the order in which they're going to play them today. We're going to start with the White Sox and the Astros. Once again, we made the mistake yesterday playing the over. Today, we will not do the same. Today's pitchers are better, so we're going to take the under eight. Lucas Giolato goes for Chicago. 2.67 ERA since the break, 2.38 ERA in September. His away ERA is better than his home ERA, and that's good since this game's on the road. This year against Houston, nine innings, one run. Last time out, five innings, one run. I like all the splits for Giolato here. So that uh, kind of gives me a lean to Chicago if I were going to play a side to begin with. Meanwhile, it is Framber Valdez going for Houston. 3.26 ERA since the break. 3.35 ERA in September. Day games, he's a little bit better. A 2.51 ERA. Not the best split against the White Sox. 13 and one-third innings, and he's given up six earned runs but he's a postseason master three and one record with a 1.88 ERA in four postseason games. So he shined bright for Houston last year come postseason. but uh, I lean to Chicago today, but I think the under is a safer play. So once again, we're going white Sox and Astros under the eight. Next up, we go to Milwaukee. Corbin Burns starts for the Brewers 2.43 ERA for the year. That was the best in baseball. He ended, out, uh, ended up eking out uh, Max Scherzer for that title. He has a 1.53 ERA in day games, 2.42 ERA in September, 2.50 ERA since the All-Star break. He does have two flaws on the resume. Four innings, five runs against Atlanta on July the 30th. That was on the road. And then a very odd start of only two innings and three runs against the Dodgers 
back on October the 2nd. But he's well-rested heading into this critical game, and I think Burns will deliver in the clutch today for the Brewers. Meanwhile, on the other side of the mound, it's going to be big game Charlie Morton going for Atlanta. 3.34 ERA year-to-date, 4.23 ERA in day games. A little shaky there. Uh, 2.81 ERA in September, 3.03 ERA since the All-Star break, and a 3.06 ERA on the road. Against Milwaukee this year, six innings and two runs. His last two starts, nine and two-thirds innings, no runs. Yeah, I like big game Charlie. I think this one will be a tight one in Milwaukee at Miller Park. I wish I could find seven and a half runs, but I'll take the under seven today. And as you hear a couple of these unders, keep in mind, so far in the baseball playoffs, the unders are 3-0-1 against the number, with the only push being that Yankee-Boston total of eight in the wild card game. Speaking of Boston, we have an over on the card today, and it's going to be the Rays and the Red Sox over the seven and a half. I love the rookie Shane Baz, but he'll make start number four for Tampa today in game number two. Just think about that. 15 days in Major League Baseball, and he's starting game two in the playoffs. Crazy. 13 and a third inning so far for the kid. 18 strikeouts, three walks, an ERA of 2.03. If you toss out the Miami start, since the Marlins can't hit, and we know that, he's gone seven and two-thirds innings versus New York and Toronto, giving up three runs, three hits, and two walks. Good, but not great. And I think this veteran Red Sox team will get some good at-bats against him. And I'm a little nervous. I, I think he's unlikely to go five, but that's just my read on Mr. Baz. Meanwhile, for Boston, it's Chris Sale going uh, 42 and two-thirds innings since his return, 3.16 ERA, nine and two-thirds innings against Tampa this year, seven runs, only three of them earned. Strikeout numbers have been good, but last three starts, let's go over this. Mets, five innings, two runs. Baltimore, five and a third innings, three runs. Washington, two and a third innings, two runs. Not overly impressive to me. If I had a wager to make on this one, if they offered it, I don't expect either starter to make it into the fifth. I'm going to take the over seven and a half at the trot in our overplay today. Because in our final game of baseball, there is no chance of playing the over in this one. It is the Dodgers and the Giants, and I am glad to be getting seven. Logan Webb goes for San Fran. We love this guy. 3.03 ERA year to date, 2.35 ERA in night games. And this is the last game of the docket, so it's going to be under the lights. 2.72 ERA in the post, uh, post All-Star break, 2.25 ERA against the Dodgers this year, going 16 innings. And then his September ERA, eh, not the best, 3.75. And his lone October start against San Diego give me a little concern, but we love this guy. Uh, meanwhile, on the other side, it's going to be Walker Buehler. He goes for L.A., not a bad pitcher. 2.47 ERA year-to-date, 2.48 ERA at night, 2.61 ERA post-All-Star break. And this year against San Francisco, 3-1 and one with a 2.19 ERA. Last two starts for him, 12 innings, one run. Sign me up for the under. I'm happy to get seven. Keep in mind, the Dodgers also potentially with their bats have the emotional letdown after the thrilling win against St. Louis and the travel. Yeah, their bats could be a little cold, similar to what Boston had last night in Tampa. So under seven is the play there between the Dodgers and the Giants. So quick recap of baseball. We're playing three unders and one over. 
White Sox, Astros, under eight. Brewers, Braves, under seven. Dodgers, Giants, under seven. And the lone over, the Rays and the Red Sox, over the seven and a half. So if you wanted sides today, I apologize. I, I found all the value to be in the over-unders and did not find them on the sides or the run line. Now, let's go to college football. A little nervous now. Uh, last night, we had two road favorites covering college football and one road favorite covered in the NFL. Could this be an odd week in the making where things kind of even out for the season? I hope not, since we have a lot of underdogs this week. But uh, let's recap our game that's going off tonight. It is Stanford at Arizona State. If you've waited on this play, the line is now at 13. We unfortunately locked it in on Monday, only getting 10 and a half. Right now, you could get Stanford plus 13. That's the game going off tonight. The rest of our college football card, Rutgers plus five against Michigan State, now five and a half on many sites. Wake Forest minus six and a half at Syracuse, now at six on several sites. Boise State, we locked in at plus four. You should be able to now find it at five and a half uh, for their game at BYU. Oregon State minus three and a half at Washington State. That one has stayed fairly firm. And LSU, we got at plus three and a half at Kentucky. Now it's down to plus three on most locations. Let's break down the rest of our Saturday games that we have not broke down yet. Memphis and Tulsa, the over 62 is now at 61. We played it at 62, currently at 61 on most sites. So let's take a look at it. Memphis, the Tigers are three and two straight up, one and four against the spread. They beat Nichols State 42 to 17. One at Arkansas State in a shootout, 55-50. Beat a very good Mississippi State team, 31-29. Then lost to UT San Antonio, 31-28, after scoring 21 points note in the first quarter. And then lost at Temple last week, 34-31, after getting out to an early 17-0 lead. So they've kind of faltered late in some games. But bottom line, Memphis has scored a minimum of 28 points in each game, and they are averaging 37.4 per game. Tulsa, on the other hand, another disappointing team, one and four straight up, two and three against the spread. They lost to UC Davis 19-17 in their opener, lost at Oklahoma State 28-23, lost to Ohio State, the Ohio State, 41-20, beat Arkansas State, 41-34, and then lost to Houston, 45-10. The Tulsa D has given up an average of 40 points per game in their last three. Tulsa's the favorite in this one by three and a half. I think Memphis is going to score 31 or more, so that would require this one to go over. So the battle of my two teams that have disappointed the most, Memphis and Tulsa, I think there's going to be a whole lot of points here. Once again, our play is the over 62. Then we go to the big one, the Red River rivalry, the Red River shootout. At the Texas State Fair, it is the Longhorns plus three and a half over Oklahoma. That's what we locked it in on Monday. It's now at three on most sites. I don't think you're going to need the three anyway, but uh, take it if you can get it. Oklahoma, five and out straight up, one in four against the spread. They beat Tulane, 40 to 35, beat Western Carolina, 76 nothing, beat Nebraska, 23 to 16, eked it out against West Virginia, 16 to 13, and then finally beat Kansas State. After back-to-back -back losses to the Wildcats, they won that one 37-31. to Meanwhile, the Longhorns and uh, Coach Steve Sarkeesian are 4-1 and one straight up and against the spread. They beat Louisiana Lafayette 38-18, lost to Arkansas 40-21, the only flaw in their resume. 
They battled back then and beat Rice 58-0, crushed Texas Tech 70-35, and then won a hard-fought victory at TCU last week 32-27. So both teams are coming off a similar win. Oklahoma, tough win on the road at K-State. Texas, tough win on the road at TCU. Longhorns, to me, though, are scoring 43.8 points per game. Maybe Oklahoma finally has that D that they've always wanted, but I think Texas is going to score on Saturday. And when I look at Oklahoma beating Tulane by only five, beating Nebraska by seven, beating West Virginia by three, beating K-State by six, all one possession victories, I look at this and say, hey, Cats may get nine lives, but Oklahoma doesn't. The Sooners have played with fire long enough. It's about time they get burned. We're going to play the Longhorns here, plus the three and a half against Oklahoma. Next up, Nebraska and Michigan. Old time football here. It's Nebraska plus three and a half for us. That's what we locked it in on Monday. It's now at plus three on most sites, so it's gone down just a little bit. Nebraska, three and three straight up, five and one against the spread. They have the disappointing loss to Illinois to start the year, 30 to 22. Then they beat Fordham, 52 to seven. Beat Buffalo, 28 to three. Lost at Oklahoma, 23 to 16. Lost at Michigan State, 23 to 20. And then last week, absolutely crushed Northwestern, 56 to seven. The Huskers are a solid three and zero straight up and against the spread at home. This game, of course, is in Lincoln. Meanwhile, Michigan, Jim Harbaugh's got it rolling. 5-0 straight up, 4-1 against the spread. They beat Western Michigan 47-14, beat Washington 31-10, beat Northern Illinois 63-10, beat Rutgers 20-13 in a slugfest, and then last week, the very impressive victory at Wisconsin, 38-17. This is a night game. Lincoln will be drinking all day and all night. A win, and the Big Red is back. I like the veteran QB and Adrian Martinez. I don't like Michigan having to win back-to-back Big Ten battles on the road. I'm going to take the points here. Nebraska, plus three and a half over Michigan. Next up on the card, we go Eastern Michigan, plus one and a half over Miami of Ohio. Now at one on most sites. The uh, Eagles of Eastern Michigan are three and two straight up, two, two and one against the spread. Beat St. Francis 35-15, lost at Wisconsin 34-7. Disappointing loss to UMass 42-28. They bounce back, though, crushed Texas State 59-21. And then last week, disappointing loss at Northern Illinois 27-20. Meanwhile, Miami of Ohio, they are two and three straight up, two and three against the spread. They lost 49-14 to Cincinnati, lost at Minnesota 31-26, beat Long Island 42 to 7, lost to Army 23 to 10, and beat Central Michigan 28 to 17. In this one, I simply have watched enough of the four star former quarterback at Eastern Michigan. I like them. They're 2 0 at home, including the 38 point victory over Texas State. They're going to move the ball on Saturday. So I'll take the points and uh, just need to win. Let's go Eastern Michigan plus one and a half over Miami of Ohio. And then on the nightcap, It is the battle in the top five between Iowa and Penn State. We locked it in at two and a half on Monday. It's now down to one and a half. Money's going on the Nittany Lions, but we like the Hawkeyes here. Hawkeyes are five and oh straight up, four and one against the spread. Very impressive victories. They beat Indiana 34 to six, one at Iowa State 27 to 17, beat Kent State 30 to seven, beat Colorado State in a snoozer 
24 to 14. And then the big impressive victory last Friday at Maryland, 51 to 14. Also note, they get one extra day to get ready for this game since that game last week was on a Friday night. Penn State, the Nittany Lions are 5-0 and straight up and 4-1 and against the spread. They won at Wisconsin in the opener, 16-10, very nice victory. Beat Ball State, 44-13. Beat Auburn at home in the whiteout game, 28-20. Beat Villanova, well, Villanova plays football, I guess, 38-17. And then crushed Indiana, 24-0 last week. Iowa, in my opinion, has the better wins. I like Kirk Ferenz when he has a good football team. They have the home field advantage at Kinnick. This game is going to be fun. And I'm going to lay the points here on the Hawkeyes minus the two and a half. So there's your full college football card. One game tonight, that being Stanford, plus the points at Arizona State. Then once again, 10 on Saturday with Rutgers plus five, Wake Forest minus six and a half, Boise State plus four, Oregon State minus three and a half, LSU plus three and a half, Memphis and Tulsa, we're going for the moon, over 62, Texas plus three and a half, Nebraska plus three and a half, Eastern Michigan plus one and a half, and Penn State minus two and a half. So that's your full college football card. Don't forget, we will drop our games on the National Football League tomorrow, 20 and seven these last three Sundays. We hope to keep that streak going for you. But as always, remember, Manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.